0: You're listening to In Short, a ministry update from Lightbears. We're here at our annual Lightbears staff retreat and have in the studio today, Kevin McCullum, our executive director. We'd love to just give our listeners a sense of what our annual staff retreat consists of.
1: Yeah, well, it's great to be here with everybody. Uh, we really try to retreat. I mean, as odd as that sounds, you know, our history had been to um, have a retreat and training uh, week as well. So two separate events, but they really kind of both blended. You know, we, um, I shouldn't blame anyone else. Me, I always felt pressure to fill the schedule. You know, it's like, if we're going to bring people in, I don't want them to think that their time is wasted. And so let's, let's program everything out. Let's have some trainings and let's have some good conversations or whatever. And I think there was a season where I think all of us were just pretty spent. And so we decided to make an actual retreat, um, some time of rest, time of reflection. And so it really changed the flavor. And that retreat was so well received. And we all left really cared for and, and prepared that we flipped the whole agenda. So really, to answer your question, we get together. We have some program time in the morning. We make sure we don't start too early. And then it's mostly related to just some reflection, um, some prayerful conversations, some prayer. Some we commissioned a couple of staff members that have left. And then we, you know, we spend the afternoon free. We, we play games together. We have a little fishing tournament <laughs> going, which uh, your wife created a logo for, you know, yep. light Bears, Fishers of Fish. That's our <laughs> fishing tournament slogan. Anyway... Uh, We do that and then uh, have dinner together and play some games. And then um, we talk a lot about just ministry and and we give uh, a lot of personal attention. So it's a a great time there. And we do those over the course of, you know, generally a three to five days, depending on the year. And we we go to a scenic area. So just out of a generosity of someone with a house on uh, Beaver Lake in Rogers, Arkansas, we're here and have a great view and, uh, you know, access to the water. It's great.
0: Yeah. It's been fun. You know, as we think about ministries, taking retreats, even personally taking uh, times of retreats or Sabbath, let's take a step back and just ask the question, why is it important for ministries, even individuals like you and I, to take times of retreat? I think for
1: ministries, uh, maybe my first word of encouragement would be learning from my mistakes and just make them an actual retreat. Mm -hmm. You know, make sure that um, your people leave refreshed. Uh, have opportunity to reflect upon the goodness of God, the goodness of God in the relationships, the the joy it is, the privilege it is to actually do ministry together. Mm. And uh, the fact that we live uh, in a, a, a society that there are enough believers and God, God has called out enough leaders here for us to gather together, lock arms and do hard work together. So I think um, just that admonition. But I mean, retreats for ministries, uh, I think they're excellent for culture. You know, it's important. Again, you build the relationships that you have. You you build friendships. You have fun together. You have all these shared experiences, shared stories, all things that are really good mm-hmm. for your ministry culture. And so I think that's important. That's hard to get outside of just designated time. Sure. And if your designated time is all programmed, it's hard right? as well. So some of you listeners may know what Jungle Pong is. So we have a lot of Jungle Pong yelling going on in the basement, and that's a lot of fun. Or, or like I said, out on kayaks or or just putting a puzzle together or just talking life, you know, together. We found that for our ministry, particularly, we, we see that it builds our capacity for further work. You know, when we retreat together, Mm -hmm. we pull away from routines. We encourage people to get some extra rest and um, finish some readings or whatever. But, but it, it gains that that capacity, that bandwidth that you need to go forward. We, we do collegiate discipleship is a huge part of what we do. And so we, we've we learned when to have our retreat. You know, we have it late in the spring semester when the team tends to start getting hired, you know. And, right. and they have to push through to the end here. And so we we find that. So I think for ministries, if if you know your mission, you know the sort of the rhythms, find a time, get a retreat, have it. I think it'll build culture, it'll build your friendships. You you, you get an opportunity to um, share personal things. You know, as you see in, if you were at our retreat, you know, we we have some shared times and those typically, you know, will bring tears and, mm-hmm. and, and they're usually because of hard situations. And so we gather around people and we encourage them and pray and True. we laugh and whatever it takes. So those are, you know, I think those are great. You know, uh, bandwidth is nearly impossible to find right. for all of us, for those types of things. And so we're multi-campus. And so getting in one spot and just shutting the calendar down, it just gives us the time and the focus, you know, um, to do that. It's
0: good. You personally are just coming off of a three-month sabbatical. And just as you reflect on just your time away and think about even exhorting us as listeners, even as ministry leaders, just some of the, the principles and just maybe one or two key takeaways from your time of sabbatical in terms of how can we think healthily about regular rhythms of rest and reflection?
1: Yeah, I think I learned uh, how hard it is to um, reflect and recalibrate in the noise. So if you don't ever get out of the noise, then we don't really uh, naturally have opportunities to reflect, recalibrate life. You know, as in Psalm 139, David not only tells us that he's reflecting upon the great and vast thoughts of God, but then he goes on to ask God to search his heart. And so as we do those things, we want God to reveal those things to us so we can change. And that takes time, right? Sure. It takes a quiet place. You know, Jesus regularly went off and said to a quiet place,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So um, I think it was important for me to learn that I have to figure out how to get out of the noise long enough to reflect and to re- re- you know, recalibrate life And that really is the principle that God said it from the beginning, you know. um, You know He taught us; He commands us. It's a creation mandate to Sabbath, for example. Right. And so these regular rhythms have always been a part of God's plan from from creation on. Levitical law, you know, not only did they Sabbath once a week, but they also once every seven years Mm -hmm. would take a Sabbath year, a year of rest. But not only that, throughout every year, He had regular feasts. You know, the Passover. Feast of the First Fruits, um, Feast of Weeks, Feast of Trumpets, Day of Atonement. All of these had a common thread of uh, rest. You know, they weren't allowed to work. Mm-hmm. They had to stop and reflect. And the whole point was to replace work with a trusting in God's work. Right. And to worship him for who he is. Right. And so just being away for an extended amount of time, number one, I realized I needed it more than I thought I did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so did my family as a head of my home, you know, my pace affects everyone within my home. Sure. And so their, their tongues are hanging out because I'm tired. And so to get away was really good for all of us. And also I realized that I have more internal angst than I realized, you know, I just shared with the staff uh, yesterday just to pray for me that as I'm going throughout life and as I, you know, and discipling or, or just, mowing the grass but that that I would be at, at peace internally mm-hmm. just reflective before the lord and i didn't realize that that i was so exhausted from internal angst and turmoil and just nothing specific but just not being able to just be present and be mindful and be resting in the lord in that moment mm-hmm. so that that was that was huge for me so I, I think for all of us maybe an encouragement i think all of us need to think about how to eliminate You know, how to reduce, how to realign, you know, re-budget, void screens, you know, simplify life, whatever it is, to find the margin for rest and reflection. Um, And we should lead our homes to do the same, you know, in our ministries. But even in God's economy, even the land, you know, was given a rest. The sabbatical rest was not just for the people, but it was for the land As well. And God commanded that. So even our organizations Mm -hmm. need to pause. We need to rest. We need to shut down email traffic. We need to shut down offices. We need to do things to allow our people in the, in the ministries that we do, that we manage, you know, to rest. Uh, And I think if we do, if we find that uh, many of us are going to reclaim the joy that we know that we've been lacking in the,
0: in the noise around us. Yeah. Well, certainly great takeaways, I think, for any of us as individuals or even as ministries. I think these are good handles with which to think about as we consider rest, as we consider reflection, as we consider retreat, that we would ultimately find our rest in the Lord. Thanks for listening. Amen.